0: be loved nice.
1: What a great performance. We just saw 88.5 live in studio with Low Moon. They have a new album. It's called A Modern Life. It's available now. And would you believe that I'm sitting with Matt himself from Low Moon? How you Hi. doing, man?
2: Good, thanks. How are you?
1: You clean up pretty well after jamming down. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You look like you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so was the guitar your first uh, instrument?
2: Yeah. Guitar, and actually, I started singing pretty early on.
1: Oh, I, was in a glee, I was
2: in a glee club, oh, um, yeah. and then I picked up the guitar my freshman year of high school.
1: And how long ago was that?
2: Uh, well, I don't know, <laughs> 2000, I graduated high school in '04, So 2000, was in- 2001 was the first song I ever wrote, was right after 9-11. So 2001 was the
1: f- first song I ever wrote. Wow, and that was in New York City, huh?
2: Well, I was actually at a school up in Connecticut, in Pomfret, Connecticut, but I'm from New York City. So my family, well, I'm from Long Island, so my family was in New York at the time. So and what, I was up in a school in, in Connecticut.
1: And then what brought you to L.A.? Was it the music?
2: Yeah, the music.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, so you just did, you did it, huh? <laughs> I guess With, so. Without a, without a second choice, you're like, I'm going there to do it.
2: Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I tried it once, and then I moved back, like six months later, and then...
1: Most Move people do here. that.
2: Yeah, I think I just didn't give it the time. LA is just
1: too big to figure out where you're at for a while. Yeah, you know?
2: it's all about the community here. Like once you find your people, I think it starts making more sense.
1: Yeah. Now you're like headquartered in like in the indie capital of California, right? In the so. Silver Lakeish area. Now is indie like the term that you used when you started here, or were you just like what what did they call you?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't pay attention to. to like the term you put on the band or just making music just and then music. yeah just however anybody wants to take it
1: good because some people dig way into that indie feel and they <laughs> direct, they do the whole thing and some people are like pure talent so <laughs> i'm glad you're the latter dude okay uh, thank so you. so your band is pretty awesome uh do you want to talk about like the the best part about your band
2: the best part about my ba- yeah. just having a band is the best part <laughs> about being in a band i mean honestly the you dream of being in a band when you start making well, I did. I mean, some people want to be solo art I actually think that every solo artist would, would love to have their E Street band, you know? I mean, and like Bruce Springsteen being, being my hero, the way he that way he has his band and it's a band of brothers and sisters, and you go out and you're working towards the same goal, you're trying to get better as a as a collective and it just there's nothing better in the world.
1: So you look at this as more of a business. You got a business head on you, don't you?
2: A business? No. No. Uh, no, I'm like the last person that looks at this as a business.
1: So what comes first for you then? Is it the writing of the words or the writing of the song? Music all the time. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. When does the words come
2: in? I just spend a lot of time babbling and, and hope that there's something to grab onto. And then I go back and listen. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool line. And then I'll think about that as a title or think about that as a thing that keeps sticking out. Um, yeah. And then work from there.
1: Everybody has a process and I'm fascinated at that. Yeah,
2: I know. I, I don't know how people write words and then write words to music. I find that really People's
1: like at their phone they're like la lee, la lee, la la That's kind of how one. I do
2: it. Just yeah. a bunch of gibberish forever. You got to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Do you have
1: a notepad next to your bed stand where you Well,
2: now with the iPhone I just have the notes, you know.
1: You ever wake up in a cold sweat and go, "I got the line." and you well, like, I have actually. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's usually not the line either. Sometimes how, it is.
1: How long does it take you to write a song from start to finish? I don't know. I mean,
2: song like Loveless our first single was like 6 years. Um wow. and then Dream Never Dies was written in 2 days, but produced in, you know, forever. It took forever to produce it. So,
1: what is what do you like better about this whole Low Moon experience? Is it performing or producing? They both are very
2: different. I mean, because of the last two years not being able to perform it's felt completely different like we just went on tour with the war on drugs in europe and we just got back a couple of days ago and just the feeling of being out there and playing again is like you can't beat it especially seeing how excited people are to be at gigs again so right now now that we're starting our tour this week it's just like that's the thing i'm really i guess focused
1: on yeah so tell me about the tour so is it uh North American Tour? North American Tour. We're
2: doing all of North America, and then we're supporting the War on Drugs again on the East Coast and then
1: coming back, doing the whole loop. Okay, besides June 28th at Hollywood Forever, what is is the date that you're most excited about playing? Like, what city? I'm excited
2: for New York and Philadelphia. Those are always fun shows for us. And being from New York, it's obviously fun to see family and friends. And Philly, I don't know. Philly's like our second adopted home.
1: You know, those fans just love it in Philly. Wow, that's cool. Do do you miss playing the underground clubs back we're, east? We're st- we're still playing. Oh, games. you're still playing. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me how you found the dude from Death Cab for Cutie and how that all came to play.
2: Um, I had known Chris kind of through friends of friends, and when we were looking for somebody to produce our first record, I thought of Chris and I sent him some demos, and he just perked up and got excited, and then somehow the timing worked. Um, but and then we we also worked with Chris on two tracks on the new record. So he's just become I would say one of our just brothers in music. I can text him and he'll respond and we talk about stuff and but you know him when we made our first record he had just left Death Cab and that was an interesting transition for him, you know. So we were all kind of figuring it out together. He was figuring out what it was like to be a producer outside of Death Cab and we were figuring out how to be a band in the studio. So it was a really really like emotional inspired time for both of us. I think we'll always remember that time. And I think that's what the bond that's that that was the, when the bond was created.
1: Well, you're surrounded with good people that it, that happens when you're sur- surrounding yourself with talent and good people. Really lucky, That's yeah. awesome. So, tell me about the latest single, it's called Expectations. We've been playing it here at 885 FM like crazy. <laughs> it fits in rather nicely here. <laughs> the sound is good, <laughs> and uh, everybody just heard it live right just now. So, where did that song come from? Is that like one of your favorite songs to play now?
2: I love playing it, I love playing it. Um, the song was born af- after, I think, two thousand eighteen. I just we just come off the road, and um, I just felt—I don't know—I think every artist goes through this, but I just felt like I had such expectations for the first record or for us as a band, and I came off the road feeling like I had let the band down in some way. I don't even know why it was all projected onto myself. It's just the artist mentality, I guess, and. <laughs> Um, you guys are never satisfied. Yeah, we're never ever. satisfied. And so that was the first song that I wrote. And I was thinking about being 16 and, you know, everything and anything is possible. And a lot of the record is, is steeped in that thought um, and that faith, you know, that, that hope that you have for big dreams and chasing those down. And so when I came off the road, I wrote that song. And it was the first song I showed to the guys. I'd written a, a few, but that was the one that got me excited.
1: Are you an album guy or a single guy? Album guy. So the, all these songs are kind of put together in a certain order, and you're supposed to hear it from front to back. Mm-hmm. Like I would hope thing. that
2: you're, that people do that,
1: but I know that's you know not how the case. It is, I mean, man. I know how that is, yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool, man. Well, okay, so what's next for you guys there? We just start our tour Tuesday, and then... You're going to be on the road? For seven weeks. Do you have a nice vehicle? Uh, fun, nice enough, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> gets us from point A to P, point B. So okay, one more question for you: Does Lowell, your nephew, mm-hmm. does he know of the band? Is he of an age yes. that
2: he has? A, he actually, we got him to. I wrote a poem um, for this record called "Deficit of Wonder." It's one of the interludes, and I had him actually record it for me. So he's on the record, and, he'll, and I just thought it would be awesome that he'll always be on. You know, when you make records it's like there, they you put them out and they exist forever. And he'll yeah. always he'll always be there on the record. So I thought that was really important.
1: I'm glad that I learned that about him. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about Lowell this whole time. Oh, awesome. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. 88.5 Live in studio with Low Moon. And we'll probably see more of you once you're done with your tour. Yep. And have fun at the cemetery, man. Hollywood Forever is a good place to be. Can't wait. We'll see you out there June 28th. Great. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Of course. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah.